Okay, I have a rum and ginger ale, and I haven't had rum in ages, but it's almost Gasparilla in Tampa, which is basically pirate Mardi Gras. You know about Gasparilla, right? Yeah, my cousin, I think, has been in it before or gone to oh, it. Oh, no way. Yeah, I have a, I have a, I might have a couple cousins in Tampa, but I don't talk to them very often, so. It's more important than you talk to me in Tampa. <laughs> okay, I'm going to try some of this rum, though, because I haven't had rum in ages. Me, very piratey. Okay, I really hope I don't, like, make a disgusting noise. Oh, damn, that's good. Ooh. All right, there you go. Okay, cool. Podcast approved. I don't even know what this rum is, but there you go. What are you drinking? Beer. It is a hemp goza. Uh, hemp goza? That sounds delicious. Yeah, it's it's very tart. So I usually drink it in the summer, but it's uh, it feels like summer sometimes here right now. So. <laughs> it's, are you guys having weird weather? Oh, yeah. It was balmy this week. It was uh, 60s, mid-60s, and a little bit humid. Sunny. Now you can pretend you're in Tampa. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Is it 60s there? Oh, yeah. It was like 80 today. It's ridiculous. Oh, oh my gosh. That's so nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice now in January. In June, I will be dying. So. Yeah. 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 But it's actually perfect weather for, like, the Gasparilla Festival. So, oh, yeah. We were going to talk about Gas- Gasparilla. Literally. The, a boat parade they have all the boats go out and they come in and actually there's a new initiative where they're not allowed to throw beads so that we keep beads out of the bay because our mayor jane castor is fantastic oh yeah yeah i never thought of that but because beads are so much fun and you get the beads on gasparilla like literally like mardi gras oh but the origin of gasparilla is jose gaspar was a pirate and he came in and sieged champa so literally the giant pirate boat comes in with all the other little boats and uh, they hold the mayor hostage for a day and everybody gets wasted. And um, I may or may not have passed out last time at 10 a.m. because I had too many jello shots. I may or may not have done that. <laughs> oh. But you survived to go another I did. I, I survived Gasparilla. Yes, I do. I have a specific Gasparilla skull and crossbones dress. I hope I still fit into I haven't worn it in a couple of, like I said, it was last time, not last year. So yeah. maybe, maybe well, it'll just look even better if you don't quite fit into it. So <laughs> yeah, right. Like popping out of it. That's exactly what you want. You know, little, <laughs> it's a pirate. Little, uh, <laughs> yes. Pirate wench. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to the Fabulous Fool's Tarot Podcast. This is V with Mystical Millennial. And Karen with Grail Seekers Tarot Shop. Karen, what's today? Today is... Gasparilla Eve. Ah, yeah. <laughs> no, for real, what's today? Today is a lot of things, actually. Well, uh, the day we're recording is the 24th, which is the day before Chinese Lunar New Year. Yes. And so you're it's... a rat? Yes. And it's also the new moon, yes. which will continue through the weekend. Yes. So not only the readings we do today are not only new moon readings in Aquarius for today, but they'll be good when we release the, the episode. 
when when I do henna and tarot and we do it around the new moon, we usually try to do it like two or three days after because the moon is new and it's like starting to wax. So it's like that really good, like beginning kind of like striking the match energy. Yeah. Well, so I, new moon new moon energy, I think, lasts a little bit longer than full moon energy because full moon energy is like it's like a really bit it's like an explosion more of a thing. And like new moon is more of a slow burn. Yeah. And. I, you know, and it made me wonder because Chinese New Year happens when the new moon is just kind of ending its new moon period. And yeah. I'm really curious, like, how do they set the date? Because, I mean, it's just like a geeky moon thing. But, um, you know, they didn't set it for the very beginning of the window of the new moon. So kind of love to know, like, how do they pick that date? Like, they have this window to well, start... That Lunar New Year would be like the first new moon of the astrological season, which is in April for Aries. Like I know a lot of Asian cultures celebrate their new year in April because it's astrologically the new year where Aries starts. Uh, well, they don't follow the Western Zodiac, though. Oh, that's true, too. They go with like 13 moons in a year. And Ooh. so that's why it's always around like Jan- end of January, beginning of February. Okay. I guess. Like I never, I never next really learned. Next year on Fabulous Fool's Terror podcast, stick around for the entire year because next year we'll talk about Lunar New Year. But I will say this. If you are a rat, anybody who's a rat by the Chinese Zodiac, they should wear red every day this year. Like it's for good luck, <laughs> for Ooh, fortune. Do we know what year that is? I, I guess it's your bad luck year. That's what a Chinese oh, friend told no. me. Oh no. Okay. So <laughs> years of the rat. Okay. Let's see. I'm gonna go back. I'm just gonna go back to the 70s because that's all Google is showing. 1972, 1984, 1996, and 2008. If you're a rat, wear red to ward off bad luck. Red is a great color for passion anyway, like get your fire going. Because it's also, as I say all the time, it is an Aries year. It's a great year to wear red because of fire. Oh, cool. So to get your I... red on. <laughs> I wore red shoes today. I have these beautiful red pumps and they're not that special. They're just red pumps. But yeah. whenever I wear them, I have been, st- I got stopped. I was leaving a restaurant and this dude was like, I love your shoes. I read in this really old school, like etiquette book that I got as a hand-me-down from probably my grandmother that red goes with everything, according to Emily Post, who apparently was an expert on etiquette. And so I agree. You can oh. have all the red accessories that you want. There was a time in my 20s I had to give myself like a no red shoe buying rule. <laughs> oh, my God. Is that how many red shoes you had? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I have, wait, I'm in my closet. Uh, no, I only have two pairs of red shoes. Nope, three, three, three. three well, you can get more because they go with everything. So. <laughs> yes, absolutely they do. I love them so much. So are we going to start with a, an Aquarius spread that you have? I don't really have a spread so much as like a three card vibey. Cool. And I got my shadow scape stack because my shadow scape stack contains my very favorite star card, which is the Aquarius card. Oh. Yes. If you check out my Instagram, I've been going through the Hermit's Mirror Star Seeker Challenge, and that card is heavily featured. It is absolutely beautiful card. Oh, the shadow scapes is still my favorite. 
Okay, so I'm just going to pull like three cards. Oh, haha, -ha, the star. <laughs> okay, well, you know, we'll also be able to see it on the Fabulous Fools Tarot Instagram. <laughs> Ooh, it's very pentacle-y. Wow, weird. Okay, so we have the Knight of Pentacles, the star, and the Ten of Pentacles. Oh my gosh. Wow, it's so vibrant. So the ten the well, okay, not the ten. The knight, knight of pentacles, the slow moving guy. If y'all remember our knights episode, he's like the really steady one, very slow slow but pro still progressing. Mm-hmm. I love the knight of pentacles and the shadowscapes because this guy and his dragon are going through the woods. These very, very thick woods. It's really slow progress. And the knight is like sitting back, but still proudly and tall. Like he, he looks tired and the dragon is just curled around this pentacle and looks absolutely exhausted. Ah. So, and especially with new moon in Aquarius energy kind of welcoming us because it's the first new moon of, of this year. Mm -hmm. And especially new moon in Aquarius energy is like, Erasing all of this nonsense and just starting somewhere, no matter how weird the dream is. Yeah. There's a lot more to it, but that's just kind of what I'm channeling for this new new moon and hope it works for people who are listening because I love that sort of energy. But I think with the Knight of Pentacles, it seems like progress has been really slow, but instead of mm -hmm. focusing on the slow aspect of it focus more on the progress that has been made mm -hmm. you're still if you're still moving forward it's still progress like you're still closer to the goal than you were yesterday yeah you're not going backwards and then you have the star I'm so happy I had a feeling it was going to show I was like shuffling and I'm like it's probably going to show up and yeah of course it's right smack dab in the middle <laughs> the woman in the star is dancing between air and water she's like walking on water kind of jesus style so oh this is like kind of a, your own personal like not religious symbol but like religious in the sense of like holy and sacred not religious in the sense of like organized christianity or or whatever the heck a figure or symbol that you cling to to give you that sort of religious experience that's kind of been put away, tap into it. This is the time to get weird. Aquarius season is the time <laughs> to get weird. All of that junk that you felt like, no, I don't want to do that. It's too weird. Do it. Do it. Get weird. Get get really weird just to see what happens. Like I have an Aquarius <laughs> in my life, and that's what she does all the time. She just like wants to say things and do things just to see what the hell will happen. Which, yes, it's not something to do all of the time, but that's why Aquarius is one of 12 zodiac signs. <laughs> Don't worry. We're going to move into more stable territory later. <laughs> but I think the star is really, it's about getting weird with, you know, that those, those symbols in your life. For me, it would be Disney movies, maybe. But I don't think I'm, that's not what I'm tapping into. Do you I, have a weird? I, do I have a weird? I'm not, I don't, am I weird? I probably am weird. <laughs> If you weren't weird, I wouldn't be your friend. <laughs> it's too late. You already have the label. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, well, I like how the star matches up with that idea of the progress of the pinnacles that you pulled because yeah. it's kind of like the hope and the guidance. Like, 
you know, continuing to, to follow that, that dream with focus and the pinnacles like really support that idea. I was going to bring it up, uh, like when I do the, the new moon reading, but I did a reading for my brother this morning and, and it was a new moon reading, which is, and the new moon, the idea is if people aren't familiar, it's the dark moon. It's a time when if you follow the moon cycle, you sort of empty out things and release things that don't serve you anymore because you're making room for the things that you want to fill yourself up with, just like the moon is going to fill up with light again and Mm -hmm. manifest its fullness. And so you're doing that preparation for that next phase. If you, if you're like mirroring the moon cycle, right? So, but my brother's reading was all about the same thing with, you know, with this idea of actually like acknowledging the progress that you have made because it's so easy, especially a lot of us think about letting go of things that just really bother us and trouble us. And so we're thinking about our failures or our regrets. But I really like how your reading is focusing on, no, actually, just remind yourself of the progress that you've made mm-hmm. and the, the things that you've done. Uh, and that's totally what came out with my brother's reading. And I guess that's kind of like very Aquarian, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's it's about embracing the weird, seeing what comes. I took a poetry class actually last year that was called Embrace Your Inner Weird, and it was just about writing poetry. I started writing a poem about coffee cups and spilling coffee, and it ended up being a poem. My grandfather had just passed away like two months before, and I wrote a poem about grieving over his death. And that's like what ended up happening because I was writing, I was just like, I'm just thinking about coffee cups and writing down whatever associations. And this, if I do say so myself, really beautiful poem came out of it, which also helped me because I was having trouble grieving over my grandfather Um, because it wasn't unexpected. And I was just like, okay, well, you know, we'll just move on. But it, it really, it was, I love to have those moments and I don't like them all the time because I like to stay grounded and have things just so and know mm-hmm. where I'm going. But yeah. with Aquarius season, what's really fun is this weird stuff is going to happen either way. Yeah. And like I was talking to you before we started recording, I'm just riding the Aquarius wave right now. <laughs> That's the other weird thing about Aquarius is that it's an air sign, but it's a water carrier. So it's not even like consistent with its own damn sign. Well, it sounds it's a time of creativity, like that weirdness. 100% that you're talking about is that generative creativity. Yes, yes, absolutely. You were mentioning like the pentacles being there kind of like supporting either side of the star. And literally, there's a knight on one side and a 10 on another. And those are big numbers. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't have like one little piddly three or anything. We have a knight moving forward towards the star. And the star is just like reaching up, doing her own thing, like la la la. But, and then actually in the 10 of pentacles, the figure in the 10 of pentacles is looking at the star as well. Oh, wow. It's wow. That's really beautiful. So in the 10 of pentacles, of course, we've reached the pinnacle and the 10 of pentacles traditionally is that picture of the family, you know, the dogs and the grandpa and the baby and the family, which is really beautiful. A wonderful thing. This card I love because it looks like, a stained glass panel and this woman is riding away with a dragon. She's got this little egg. <laughs> it's funny. I was saying Disney movies earlier because I call this the beauty of the beast card. It's kind of leaving behind cause there's a castle in the background. She's kind of looking a little bit at, 
leaving behind some of that stuff that seems like a good secure place and not running away like not abandoning things making a smart decision because it is a pentacle card after all like you're still secure Mm -hmm. making sure you have all the things with you because she's holding this little like opal thing it looks like a coral Mm. maybe it's oh you know what it is it's a peach Oh. Yeah, and the dragon has a pentacle. Yeah, so this is about, like, don't worry about getting weird. It's not like you're going to blow your whole life up if you do some weird stuff. Like, you you may push a few people away for a temporary time because you're like, oh, no, I have to go do this thing. And they're like, why are you doing that? She's holding a peach because it represents long and healthy life. And it's a little bit of a fertility thing too she's holding it like at her belly oh I gotcha so it does represent a little bit of that like family and that growth if she's taking this peach from where she was to plant it where she's going and start a new peach orchard maybe I'm reading a lot into that but I guess that's what we're supposed to do right (laughs) exactly That's what hair reading is. Overall, like really, really supportive. That's why I love the Shadowscapes deck so much because it's con- it's always do this cool thing and you'll be okay. I promise. That's yeah. always how the Shadowscapes go. I always use it to read on people who've never had a reading before because it's really quite gentle and supportive. Yeah. Well, I love that she uses a fruit, like a a plant to represent all of that too, because it's something that grows, it's something that feeds you, totally fits with the idea of that card. Yes, absolutely. All right. What else have we got today? (laughs) I found a really cool new moon spread that I, I tried on my brother. I really like it. I'll post the link on the Instagram page. It's by... It's by the Darling Tree, so I will tag the Darling Tree. And a lot of new moon spreads, they touch on the same ideas. This is a really cool spread, but it's it's not anything you maybe haven't heard completely before. But I really like the way that it's just worded and organized. I just think it's really the coolest one I've seen. And it's not in a circle like they usually are for the moon cycle readings. It's in a almost like a sideways cross kind of thing so I just like the flow of it it's a little more narrative and I'm gonna use I'm all about the moon so I've got my queen of the moon oracle for the reading and then I'll pull a final card which is just you know what message do I need to know from my other moon oracle which is the moonology deck I love this so this is the queen of the moon oracle and the book is by Stacey DeMarco and the art is Kinga Britschke And the Moonology Oracle is also really awesome. And that's by Yasmin Boland. And the artwork is by Nix Rowan. But the art is beautiful. They're really great to read with. You can use them like a tarot deck. All right. So what is this new moon cycle bringing up for us? And it's beginnings. It's actually the new moon card. And it's the card of beginnings. The star and the new moon card in our two different, wow. Yeah. So I think it's just time to embrace those beginnings for sure. Uh, And maybe think about it more positively than what people can do sometimes, which is like, oh, I'm releasing all the negative. And maybe we shift that to just embracing the, the positive. Yes. What wants to emerge or grow during this cycle? It is the card of purity and it's the snow moon. So in this deck, she has the different phases of the moon, but then she also has some moon deities 
uh, incorporated cool. into it. And then also different types of moons that occur throughout the year, which she based on Lakota traditions for the moon. What she means when she says purity, because that can be kind of a loaded word, is basically, you know, understand what your motives are for doing things. So look for the simplest solution, the least complicated understand why you're doing it. Don't overthink it. Yeah. Keep it simple and understand why, you know, have this clarity of thought, I guess, which I really like how that fits with the new beginnings card. Yeah. And so that's what wants to emerge is maybe just this idea of clarity of thought, which is perfect for a dark moon because you're releasing all of that, like stuff that's maybe just extra that can cloud your thinking. And I think, too, it's one of those things where don't think, just say, what do you think of when, what do you think of when someone says magazine or chocolate? Like, what are the words that you react to? I think it's kind of that idea as well. Just gut gut reaction. Yeah. Do you think that's sort of an Aquarius, like an Aquarius vibe, too? No, I don't. (laughs) But I think that's why that's there. I don't think Aquarius likes anything to be pure. I think Aquarius likes complicated and weird UFO and, and alien theories and things. I think like if, if you believe in that, like all the Aquarians are all the star beings that are in human bodies. <laughs> Wait, what? what? <laughs> I don't Different know. Different episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, I was thinking that reminded me of some sci-fi short story I read, but okay. Yeah. Different Ooh, episode. Different um, book club. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I just now back on track. Get back on track. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to throw you off so bad. (laughs) So what do I need to release this new moon is number three. And that's actually sort of the head of the cross. This one is acceptance. But acceptance isn't something you want to get rid of. I think it's Mm -hmm. more how you sort of work through clearing out the energies that you don't want to have around. And part of that process of release is acceptance. Stacey DeMarco, I think she's done a lot of oracles. I like her reflections on these cards. And one of the statements that she makes about this card, which is really powerful, is the past does not exist. The future hasn't happened. There's only right now. Oh, I really so lovely. Oh, yeah. I love that so much. Yeah, You're really turning it. me out of these oracle decks, Karen. You've got to do it. I, again, it's perfect for this new moon. Oh, it's so lovely. So sweet and cradly. You know, that's one of those like bosom hugs, the, the, like those yeah. really nice hugs. That's what it feels like. Yeah. And I think that the way to release things sometimes it, like you would do in a void moon is to actually like stop thinking about the past and the future and just sit in the present. I mean, you meditate, right? I mean, it sounds yeah. like that. Like it's kind of this meditative thing. And that um, is a very Aquarian thing, being present. Mm. Present and future forward. Past has no place right now. I like that. All right. How can I focus my attention to bring my desires into reality? self-love this is the best reading oh my god I'm not even showing you this okay here's the card it's this really (gasps) sort of surreal art oh Um, goodness what's crazy is my brother this morning I have his permission to talk about his reading (laughs) oh that's good I was um, gonna make sure I asked you before I tried to edit oh my gosh that child he's like oh yeah tell him tell you know bring me up as much as you want (laughs) but this reading like Actually, weirdly, this new moon and sort of Aquarius reading is 
like the themes are very similar to what he got. It must right. be a big collective thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's also what we just did with the, the Shadowscape deck as well. I feel like it's all very co- cohesive. Maybe it's me. Like, I'm just... <laughs> yeah, but if you're ch- channeling that still, you were meant to continue to channel that. So number five is my affirmation for this new cycle. And it's the dark moon, the new moon. Oh, the void. So let me read what she says about that. Time to rest and reset. I think it's a continuation of that self-love card, giving yourself permission to you know, live in the now, like with the acceptance card. It's, it's yeah. temporary. You like it. It was like with the star card. If you want to do something weird, it's temporary. You're not committing to anything. Just right. do what feels right for the right now. And yeah. accept that and love yourself yeah. for being into that weird thing. Well, and then that recharging allows you to move forward with new goals, exactly. with, you know, renewed energy. But you had one more card, right? Right. And it's step out of your comfort zone. It's Holy perfect card right there. Right? Oh. Is that Aquarius? That's like weirdness. And Love it. That's a good way to reset yourself sometimes too. Is yes. Do by doing something that scares you, freaks you out. Like get the, ad- do I love it when I get my adrenaline pumping and I'm just like, okay. If you, you like <laughs> flush things out faster. You're the horror movie person. I would be yes, like, I don't yeah. want to scare myself. <laughs> no, we watched Paranormal Activity last week again. We watched the the one and two. Then our our apartment, which is an apartment with other apartments yeah. around it, so there's yeah. lots of noise. But everything started going bump in the night. I'm like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do really enjoy horror movies. Well, the the movie that freaked me out for days was Will Smith version of I Am Legend. I couldn't, I have not seen that. I I mean, and you know, in your brain, you know, it's not real, but it was so intense that whole movie that I was working that out of my system for days. Like I was jumpy for days. I mean, that was a good movie. <laughs> I'm trying to think of, like, the scariest movie I've ever seen. Like, my number one scariest. I am i can't do horror movies for the most part. But, you know, it's all perspective. Like, I remember one time some boyfriend convinced me to go see The Grudge, the American oh. version, in the theater. And mm-hmm. I spent the entire film on the edge of my seat. Like, I was almost out of my mind. It felt like my hair was falling out of my head. I was going crazy. And he walks out of there. He's, like, so bored. And I'm like, what? <laughs> so, I don't know. I'm no. I'm probably not a reliable source. <laughs> I have a horror movie project, podcast project underway, which is not yeah. yet. But I keep teasing it. You should because I'm excited about it. It doesn't have a name yet. <laughs> it's it is forthcoming. Cool. And then are we gonna hear your Gasparilla adventures? Maybe. It depends <laughs> on uh how much I busted myself up because usually when I do that sort of thing all day, so I'll tell you. The last couple times I was running around on a on a drunk festival day, uh, busted my knee, busted my uh, chin, and almost uh, lost a tooth. Um, the worst one oh. though was when I fell and um, I broke my glasses, 
And I'm lucky I didn't lose an eye because my glasses broke and the, and the earpiece broke right at the lens and yeah. scraped down my face. <gasps> yeah, I almost lost an eye. My grandmother was watching out for me. Yeah, oh, that's my, my, my grandmother who has passed away to correct to correct. But yeah, my my grandmother has watched over me since she's passed away. She's always been hanging around and she was she saved me that day. I know it. Hey y'all, this is V with Mystical Millennial. Unfortunately, this part of the episode, Karen couldn't join me, but she wanted to know all about my Gasparilla misadventures. And it was really great. We didn't really spend too much of the day at the beginning of the day getting into the fray of things, didn't see the boat parade, but we did walk over to the daytime parade. Um, I met another Tampa-based podcast. <laughs> they uh, took a picture with me and we switched names. But of course, we were all so hopped up on Grog, nobody remembered anybody's name. <laughs> so we'll see if they end up uh, tagging me in that picture or end up on the podcast someday. <laughs> um, I did not bust my face. Um, we ended up getting done around six o'clock, which turned out was plenty of time, <laughs> came home and, uh, watched the witcher <laughs> to try and get rid of the hangover and actually woke up this morning feeling pretty great. So overall pretty successful Gasparilla. Um, there will be pictures on the Instagram. I hope you guys will enjoy um, so that way you can kind of see, uh, Gasparilla occurs the second to last weekend of January every year in Tampa. And it's a really good time. Like I said, it's basically pirate Mardi Gras. The pirates take over the city from the mayor, which is really fun. So <laughs> Karen wanted me to do a tarot spread <laughs> based on my misadventures, but uh, what I found was the hangover spread by tarot and tonic. So I thought we would give this one a go. So the first card in the spread, and I am using the Shadowscapes deck because you guys have heard me talk about how wonderfully supportive this deck is. So the first card in the spread is, what the hell did I do last night? And I have the King of Cups. So I always called the King of Cups card the keep your shit together card. Emotionally, keep your shit together. So apparently that happened. I don't remember getting tearful or overly emotional. Everything was just a really good time. Um, so, and it was nice because um, she's basically my sister. I've known her since she was four years old and um, our families are still great, great friends. Their parent, her parents are basically, it's my other second set of parents. And she hung out with us the entire day and it was really, really great to reconnect with her. So I think the King of Cups here is just, we had a good time. It was emotionally good, uh, kept our heads, you know, nobody got hurt and everybody stayed together. There wasn't really any crisis. Um, the worst thing that happened actually was I lost my lapis lazuli sphere I had with me because I woke up with a headache and couldn't take medicine since I was going to drink. I'm sad about that, but that's like the worst thing that happened. So it's good to know the King of Cups is here to remind me that I didn't really mess up, um, even though it was, you know, super drunk holiday. <laughs> the next card, um, and this spread is kind of a Y shape. So the next card that's uh, right across from it is, am I going to regret something? Which is the four of pentacles. And that's the card of greed and kind of hoarding your money. Um, I did check that we didn't really 
spend a whole lot of money, um, didn't lose any money, nothing got lost. Um, so I, maybe, you know, the only thing we might regret is, you know, we didn't spend more time, maybe. See, that doesn't even sound right to me. So I'm looking at this four of pentacles, I feel pretty disconnected from this card, actually. Maybe, you know, I woke up this morning feeling like with Gasparilla, they have an, um, a volunteer cleanup initiative the day after. I do feel a little guilty that I can't help with that. Of course, I'm hang hung over a little bit. I'm feeling pretty good right now, but certainly don't want to be running around outside um, helping clean that up. There's a lot of other Gasparilla festivals that happen. It's not just the big parade. There's also going to be the art festival and the film festival, the music festival. There's a nighttime parade. So maybe the only thing I might want to think about is helping with a cleanup initiative or volunteer for something else. Um, that's that's kind of cool, actually. That's definitely a different sort of perspective. But, you know, other than that, I don't think anything came up. So now we're going to go down the leg of the why, which is, was it worth it in some way, which is the lover's card. My husband is a Gemini and the, and the lover's is a Gemini card. So I always look at this as a significator card. He was super excited for Gasparilla this year. I was not so much. So... I think absolutely it was worth it. The Lovers is here to remind me that it's important for me to do stuff like this with, with my husband. We have a really good time and he always takes really good care of me when we do something like this. He always makes sure I'm safe, partly because he's just such a big guy. No one's going to mess with him. That's really nice. Um, gosh, this is such a nice reading. I maybe should have picked a more dramatic deck to work with. Um, but the last card, uh, the bottom of the Y, which is actually laid out uh, horizontally instead of vertically, is how do I recover from this hangover? And it's the Ace of Wands, which uh, in this deck, it's uh, adorable little foxes holding up a little fire stick. It's really cute. Um, <laughs> I posted on my Instagram something with the Ace of Wands, which was a, the tarot Tinder profile picture because it looks like a dick. <laughs> but that's not what this Ace of Wands is. This Ace of Wands is definitely about getting creative, you know, setting, you know, getting over the hangover, not by lazing around, but getting creative, which that's part of what I'm doing right now, uh, recording for the podcast, editing for the podcast. I really, really enjoy doing that and it'll be a really good day to be creative. Um, I also have some other creative things that I want to do today. Um, I have a uh, crystal sale hosted by Scorpio Moon that I'm going to go watch. Uh, Scorpio Moon is a wonderful crystal vendor. We may have her on the show, um, but also I'm going to go check out a local market to see if that would be good scoping for me to do um, tarot readings at in the future. So that's kind of what I've got already planned for my day, but it looks like I'm on the right track since I feel pretty good. So this is a really great spread. We'll definitely share it on the page. Again, it's by Tarot and Tonic and it's uh, the Hangover Tarot spread. So um, sorry, Karen can't be here. I hope it's not too incredibly boring without her. Thank you guys for listening so much. Check out the Instagram for the spreads from today's episode. Um, next week, well, actually not even next week, in the next couple of days, we're actually going to be posting the other half of what we recorded on Friday, the 24th, which is actually, we did an interview with th their crystal shop. They're mostly on Instagram. That's how we found them. Passion and Prospect was kind enough to give us an interview 
uh, to kick off our crystal episode. So there's a sneak peek of that coming up right now. Thank you so much for listening. We are Fabulous Fools Tarot on Instagram. I'm at Mystical Millennial and Karen is at Grail Seekers Tarot Shop on Instagram and YouTube. Thank you all for listening. Please like and subscribe. Uh, your podcast platform provides reviews. Please leave us one that really helps us out. Thank you so much. We love you guys. Mm-hmm.